Hello everyone, welcome to the Austin Reynolds Sports Talk Show. I am your host Austin Reynolds. It's great to have y'all tuning in today. We got a great show lined up today. And I'm back. Finally got over my anchor problems with my app and my podcast. And we are back. So let's get started in prayer and let's get it started. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for another blessed day and another great day. And I pray everybody is having a great start of the week. I pray that we continue to bless you in everything that we do. We all have a great week and have a great week with our family. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys, we're going to start off in the NFL with the Super Bowl last night. With the Los Angeles Rams defeating the Cincinnati Bengals 23-20. to With two big plays by Aaron Donald in the last minute to ice the game. And with Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup basically just going down the field. Willingly, like, because they struggled after they got up 13-3 in that first half. And they just went out there and did it themselves and broke Los Angeles. It's their Super Bowl this year. Um, It was a great game. Cooper Cup balled out with eight catches for 92 yards and two touchdowns. And Beckham had that good first half with two catches for 52 yards for a touchdown before he got hurt. Um, Prayers up, prayers up, Odell. Um... I really think he tore his ACL. I haven't got confirmation on anything yet. But we'll talk about that when that time comes. And congrats to Matthew Stafford, man. So many years in Detroit. Not getting the credit he deserved because of where he was at. And he finally got that ring. Um, Big shout out to him. Proud of the man. If anybody in the NFL deserves one more than Phillip Rivers did when he was playing. It's Matthew Stafford. But like I said, it's a great game. Browns won 23-20 and brought the Super Bowl home. And there's questions about Aaron Donald. Is he retiring? He might, man. He got the one thing he hadn't accomplished. This might be his. That might have been his last game. But like I said, congrats to the Rams. And we're going to stay in the NFL. We're going to get into the, the, the awards, the, the NFL honors. And I'm just going to talk about who won them. And we're just going to get it started. AP's most valuable player for the second year in a row is Aaron Rodgers. His fourth Super Bowl, his fourth fourth MVP, which really wasn't a surprise because Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback, great talent. I don't personally like the way he carries himself, but he's a great talent. And congrats to Aaron Rodgers on his second MVP. And then we on we on to the AP Coach of the Year which was Mike Vrabel for the Tennessee Titans. Which, honestly, I didn't get this. I really think it should have been. Oh, I can't remember his name right now. Zach Taylor, is that his name? Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm having a brain. Yeah, Zach Taylor. I'm sorry, guys. It was Zach Taylor. That he should deserve it because of what they did with this franchise this year, taking them all the way from a losing record last year to the Super Bowl. But you know, it's just my opinion. And then this one, these next two was no surprise. AP Offensive Player of the Year, Cooper Cup. This man with Stafford was the greatest connection all year. And Cooper was doing stuff running, receiving. He did everything for him this year on offense. He had a great offensive season. Then we go to AP Defensive Player of the Year. No surprise again. TJ Watt, who broke the for the Steelers, who broke the sack record this year. 
no, congrats to him. He had a great year with the Steelers, but that Steelers defense was great all year. And then you got AP comeback player of the year, which just wasn't surprising either. It was Joe Burrow after tearing his ACL as your comeback and, and taking the Cincinnati. It was always a Super Bowl year. It was impressive. And then we getting down to AP rookie office rookie of the year. This another again, not a surprise. Jamar Chase with the Bengals sitting there. Setting the NFL rookie record for receiving yards this year. He had a great year. He had that big game where he had, like, what, 236 yards and four touchdowns. Had a great game. And then the AP defense rookie of the year was I, – I, I'm sorry, Jamar. I think I said it was Jamar Chase's offense rookie of the year. Sorry. And then Michael Pearson's, Pearson's for the Cowboys won AP defense rookie of the year, which that wouldn't really surprise either. He did great for the Cowboys this year, leading them. Did real good for a rookie. He's doing, but I mean, a lot of these rookies coming in the NFL now are just super talented and just start playing off for real. I mean, you've seen Jamar, you've seen Michael Parsons. It just happens like that. And then the AP assistant coach of the year was a defensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys, Dan Quinn. And I got love for Dan Quinn because he was a future beat Falcons head coach. He's a great coach. I'm so proud of him. And I'm so thankful that he was able to sit there and be able to do what he did. It was a great thing to see, and I'm proud of the fact that he got to do this time. And he said he's going to stay with Dallas, but I definitely see him being enough future head coach again in the NFL. And then Walter Payton, NFL Man of the Year, Andrew Whitworth for the Rams. This uh, Andrew Whitworth, I think he should have been one. This was a great man, great human, does so much for the community where he's around, and does so much. And just very proud of him. So thank I'm thankful that he got it because he deserves it, man. And then the Hall of Fame class. 2022 was Leroy Butler, Bryant Young, Sam Mills, Cliff Branch, Richard Seymour, Art McNally, Tony Baselli, and Dick Vermo. Congrats to all the guys in the Hall of Fame this year. And there were a couple snubs this year, for sure. But, you know, I can get in that by Devin Hester all I want because I believe Devin Hester deserves to be a Hall of Famer. I think that was, he should have been the first ballot, definitely. But then we go into the other awards, and this was the FedEx Air Player of the Year, which was Tom Brady for the Buccaneers. Which was crazy. This man just retired and threw for five thousand yards this year. You can't. That's all I gotta say. Brady the goat, man. But congrats to him. And then the FedEx Grand Player of the Year. No surprise, it would have been Derrick Henry, but he got hurt. But it was Jordan Taylor. He had a great year on the running game. Almost got. Almost got the Colts into the <coughs> excuse me. Almost got the Colts into the playoffs because of it. So he had a great year. And then the Bridgestone Performance Player of the Year was the NFL record kick. Justin Tucker kicking a 66-yard field goal. And that does it for the NFL honors. Um, we're gonna jump in to basketball to the trade deadline. And it's the three biggest impact trades I think. That the biggest ones to me. And the first one was the Indiana Pacers trading Dominus Sabonis, Jeremy Lamb, Justin Holiday, and a 2027 second round pick the Sacramento Kings for Tyrese Hallenberg, Buddy Hills, and Tristan Thompson. Now, I'm going to put it this way. I honestly got, at first when I looked at it, I said the Pacers lost this trade. But no, I said the Sacramento lost his trade. But you're, you're putting Sabonis, who's a great talent, double-double machine, 
Justin Holiday who can get you buckets, Jimmy Lamb who can get you buckets, and you got De'Aaron Fox. I don't know if it completely helps them, but I think they didn't lose as much as I thought they did. Now, the Pacers, you guess you did lose a bonus, but you went and got Buddy Hills, a bucket, the third most three-pointers three pointers in the last, like, four years behind, you know who. Stephen Curry and... I want to say James Harden, I might be wrong. But anyway, in the last four years, he's just, um, but he's been third. And you get Tristan Thompson, so he could be a role player off the bench. So to me, it was a big trade. Um, But it was a decent trade. You know, I ain't got no problem with it. Um, I just kind of thought that. You know, they would have got more out of it. I mean, you probably couldn't get more. I mean, you traded two. My thing was, you traded us a bonus for the guy that you got drafted in 2020. It's going to be the franchise piece. That's what I didn't get. That was my biggest thing about get you got to put somebody in there. But my personal opinion, I wouldn't have made that trade with a bonus out of Indiana. I would have. You know, but like I said, I say 50 50, but I really think the Pacers won this trade. But. Then we're going to get into the Portland Trailblazers. Now, this is just, I ain't going to do the trade. I'm just going to say who they lost and who they gained. Before the season started, they were a little upset. I want to see our roster improve, and he had faith that it will. This man's hurt. And I'm just going to say this. Damian Little is the most loyal player in NBA history. In my opinion, besides Dirk Davis and Kobe Bryant. This man, here's what happened. The Trailblazers traded C.J. McCollum, their second leading scorer. Norman Powell, their third leading scorer. Robert Covington, who is a 3 and D man, that dude's great. He, he may not drop 20 and 10 every night, but he gives you good defense and gives you points. And Larry Nance Jr., who's a good round the rim field player. And then you get Eric Bledsoe, who ain't been the same in three or four years. Josh Hart, who's decent. Nikhil, Alexander Walker, Keon Jones, Thomas, Sirensky, Justin Winslow, D. Lozado. And one first round pick and three second round picks. So you gave away your second, third best score or your best defensive players for these people. And your best and your best two players is Eric Bledsoe and Josh Hart. I didn't get it. I don't understand it. Um, I don't like the trade. I don't like anything about it. I don't think it was a good trade at all. I think they ruined Portland and Damian ain't really said nothing about wanting to leave. So that's why I say Damian's the most little player I've ever seen in my life right now. Because this man probably never gonna win a ring now. Unless they fix this situation. If I was him, I'd fire the general manager. Straight up. Like I'd fire him. But you know. Damian loves the city of Portland. And I props to him, man. Damian Little loves giving basketball, but everybody knows he wants to win. You got a man that's been as loyal for this long. You gotta put talent around him. You gotta put pieces around him. And honestly, they should just try to Damian Little. Cause you trade everybody else away. This, and I'm not going to prove it as well. So why don't you and you just keep Damian there with the people around him? And I wouldn't be surprised Damian Lillard don't play the rest of this year. But yeah, then we're gonna get to the last trade, which was the big one, which was James Harden was the um, Brooklyn Nets trading away James Harden and Paul Millsap to the 76ers for Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first. Round picks. Okay. I call this on 50-50. Now, people don't agree with this because they think the 76 is lost. So let me tell you why. Start with Brooklyn. You trade away Harden, who 
specifically to say he didn't want to be there no more. Showed it. Even got back to what he did in Houston. He just lost his uh, the weight, the weight and everything. Okay. Got rid of him. You brought in a scorer with Seth Curry. Who can give you decent points. Who can get hot anytime. You brought in a playmaker in Ben Simmons. And you brought in Andre Drummond. They've been struggling with rebounds. They've been struggling on the boards. With a big press. And Drummond has been doing so good with the 76ers. Okay, with the 76ers, you got rid of your disease, Ben Simmons. You got rid of dude. He didn't want to play. Now you got Harden. Who hopefully the guy wants to play. As long as Harden wants to play, this dude was averaging 22 and 10. Being that big. He gets back in shape. Him and, and beating, that's dangerous. So I think the 76 is still are going to be good. And then you're putting, as long as Ben Simmons, I'm pretty sure Ben Simmons wants to play now. He's not with 76 no more. He's at a new team. He's going to want to play. You're putting him with Seth Curry, who he's been around. You're putting him around with KD, and they're going to have Kyrie. And Kyrie's only on the way games, but that's a big team. I think this might even get better. And I think the 76 is be about the same because you did lose a couple pieces, but you do got a guy that can get out there and give you a double-double, maybe triple-doubles every now and then. You got Embiid, who's a rebounder and a scoring machine. So I think that that trade was 50-50. A lot of people think the 76 is lost. I think it's 50-50. I think it benefits both teams. I think the biggest losers in the trade deadline this year was Portland. Because they just gave, gave away their team. Even though they had a winning record, they just gave away their team. Um, But, yeah, that, that one was crazy. The Nets, I agree with. And the Pacers and Seth, because I mean, I'm iffy on. But I guess you could say that it's 50-50. But I still feel like the Pacers won that trade in the long run. Now, maybe not this year, but in the long run, I definitely feel like the Pacers won that trade. Just because you brought in Buddy Hills and that talent. And that, and that uh... You got, I forgot his name already, guys. Hang on, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. How I'm, Tyrese Howell and Burton and Buddy Hughes. And even Tristan Thomas, I feel like. Two of those two besides Tristan Thomas is going to help that team. And, I mean, I, I know it's a bonus. It's a great talent. It could be an all-star every year. But I feel like he brought in two people that's going to help him. Because, not to come my opinion, Buddy Hughes is better than just the Harley and Jeremy Lamb put together. That's me. So I think he paid the big stuff for them too. And I think Terry's helping Burton. Ain't gonna, I feel like he's going to be a beast in the NBA. I feel like he is now. I feel like he's a, one of the future stars of this league. But, you guys, I apologize again for my podcast not wanting to come out. This was everything on the topics for the day. Um, I'm glad y'all, t- y'all tuned into the show today. And I thank y'all for the patience and the loyalty that y'all have shown me. And the. Uh, gratitude and the love that y'all have shown me i greatly appreciate it and i hope all y'all have a great monday we're gonna hop in this prayer and then we're gonna have a great monday do you have any father thank you for getting my podcast back runner thank you for helping me with everything that you do thank you for my beautiful wife and my two beautiful kids thank you for sports thank you for the ability to use my mouth that runs a million miles an hour <laughs> thank you for everything that you do for me and everybody i pray that we continue to Go in your name. I pray that you continue to guide us and teach us the way of your life, Lord, and the way we need to live life. And I thank you for everything that you do in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you all again for tuning in. And teach the first order t-shirts will be here this week, this coming weekend. And the second order will be in drop. The second order will be getting put out in a couple of weeks. And like I said, the 14 days, it will be in March before I give them. And if y'all do want a shirt, y'all hit me up, which y'all can hit me up on Facebook at Austin Reynolds Sports Talk Show. 
or on Instagram at Austin Reynolds Sports Talk Show. Or y'all can hit my wife up at Ashley Reynolds on Facebook. And we would greatly appreciate it. And any donations to my cash app, my wife has posted on her page. Any donations to the podcast would be greatly appreciated. Anything y'all can do to help me move forward. Because without y'all, this ain't working. Without y'all, I'm not succeeding the way I am. Without y'all, none of this is possible. So I thank each and every one of y'all. I pray that y'all have a great Monday. And we will see y'all tomorrow morning at 9.30 a.m. See. And guys, remember, it's all gas, no brakes, all 2022. See y'all tomorrow at 9.30. Peace. We out.